Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1,878. The topic is nutrition and the title is, which is better, fats or carbs? One of my clients is a personal trainer. They're primarily a strength athlete, but they want to look good. And they've, as they've gotten stronger, they've hit an elite total, very happy with strength. They like that for promoting their business and just for personal success in the sport that they're trying to be good at in powerlifting. And then now their goal is to lean up a little bit. They felt that chasing the elite total, they kind of let their weight go. Uh, so I jumped in and was able to help them get the elite total. But now we're going to start cutting their weight back to work on being leaner. When we first started talking, we got into the discussion of nutrition and they brought up kind of the following statement. To get leaner, should I do low fat or low carb? Carbs help with workout energy, but I'm more hungry when I eat carbs, so I end up overeating. But if I go with fats, I feel fuller between my meals, but my workout energy suffers. I've tried both, and they each seem to have worked in the short term, but I couldn't sustain either for the long term. I, when I focused on carbs, I overate and couldn't be consistent with hitting my targets. When I focused on fats, I was consistent with my targets, but my workout energy suffered. I'm kind of lost as to what to do. So this is what they had expressed feeling. Now, since that discussion, we fixed it. They did great at the meet. They got elite total. And, and now we're leaning harder into the concept that I'm about to present to you now. <laughs> so if you're wondering which is better, like low fat or low carb, or should I eat more fats or eat more carbs, but I, I don't want to be overfull or too hungry. I want to have good energy, not, not no energy. If you're just lost, and <laughs> like that client was, the, the answer is... You don't need to pick one or the other. It doesn't have to be exclusive. What I mean by this, studies have proven that low-fat and low-carb diets work. They're effective for weight loss. But the reason why is calorie control. It's not specifically whether the diet was high in one and low in the other. So if you notice both low-fat and low-carb worked. It doesn't mean that they only worked because one was low and one was high. The reason why it worked was by placing one low, it gave calorie control. It was the energy nutrient balance, the energy nutrient intake. So we're going to count energy nutrients as carbs and fats. Can you use protein for energy? Yes, but it's mostly used for muscle repair and building and a lot of other good things in the body. Uh, So Our body doesn't typically use protein for energy. It prefers to use fats or carbs. So if you balance your carb and fat intake and it's controlled and consistent with what your needs are, you'll be successful. It's not that one has to be high and one has to be low. They just have to be controlled. And in order for one to be high, the other one has to be low. But you could just do both in the middle you can still get that control and consistency while mixing in both, assuming that you're timing the intake of them well. What this means is you wanna have carbohydrates before being active. That way you have energy. 
in your workouts. And then you wanna have fats at other times of the day so that way it slows down the digestion and you feel fuller between your meals. The meals don't have to be exclusively one or the other. It can more so just kind of like lean in one direction or the other. So for example, you could have chicken and rice or beef and vegetables. Chicken and rice is protein and carbs with very minimal fats, assuming you're doing chicken breast. Beef and vegetables is protein and fats with minimal carbs because the vegetables are still going to be carbs, but the, the dominant energy source is going to be the fats and the beef. So both of those meals are fine. It's just when would you eat them? Chicken and rice, since it's more, more carbs, would be better during active times of the day. Beef and vegetables, since it's more fats, would be better during inactive times of the day. The timing of the intake of each nutrient is what matters. And it's variable. It can be a little frustrating and challenging because it's variable. Meaning if I work out in the morning or I work out midday or I work out in the evening, I would have different intake timing. Now, they all still follow the pattern of carbs before active times, fats, and all other active times. But when you have them is a little different. So if I have a morning workout, pre-workout, I want to have some fast digesting carbs. I typically have clients do like Gatorade powder and protein powder. Now you can do, you know, there's a million kind of fast digesting carb supplements, but some kind of liquid sugar, <laughs> liquid carbohydrate is very helpful uh, with protein. Post-workout, we're still going to have carbs. We're going to switch over to whole food carbs because they still have the whole rest of the day to go. So we don't have to worry about glycogen stores being over full or, you know, just, you just don't have to worry about uh, fat storage uh, if you're ingesting carbs post-workout because you're not about to go to bed. You're eating the carbs. The body's going to slowly process the carbs and whatever it, it doesn't use could have the potential to be stored as fat, but what it's going to use it for energy first. It's going to try to fill up your glycogen stores second, which are going to be completely emptied because you just worked out. And then excess may or may not be stored. But you're not going to have a lot of excess because you're controlling your overall calorie intake. So you don't have to worry about carbohydrates being stored as fat because they have a million things they're going to do first before you have to worry about them being stored as fat. And you're not eating an obscene amount you're gonna eat a controlled amount because you're still watching your total daily calories. So pre-workout in a morning workout routine, pre-workout is carbs, post-workout is carbs, and then the rest of the day, you slowly transfer over to being dominantly fat intake in the rest of the meals. A midday workout, carbs in the morning, carbs before the workout, and then fats the rest of the day. Evening workout, we have fats in the morning because you're gonna go you know, possibly eight to 10 hours before you work out. So we're gonna do fats in the morning, carbs midday, carbs pre-workout, and then fats after the workout. That's how you would structure them. Mixing the two nutrients, carbs and fats, will balance the energy needed for training and general daily activity with the fullness needed for hunger control. So timing helps ensure that each component is properly balanced. You can also help aid the hunger control by increasing your protein intake. Often what I find is when people are doing protein and carb dominant diets and they say, oh, I'm just, I'm so hungry. I'm having a hard time staying under my car, under my calories. 
Well, their protein is so low. Uh, often their protein is under a gram per pound of body weight. I just had someone I was working with where they were, they were averaging around 0.6 to 0.7 grams per pound of body weight. We kept their carbs and fats the same. Now, they were eating predominantly carbs, but we kept both carbs and fats the same. I bumped their protein up to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight, and they're awesome. They're getting leaner. They're losing weight. They're feeling great. They're no longer hungry between meals. So one way to control hunger would be to have a higher fat percentage in a meal so it digests slower, but also increase your overall protein intake. Make sure you're maximizing the amount that your body can actually utilize and burn through and, and put to good use. So you can keep your carb and fat calories the same, but slowly increase your protein. Right now, if you were to do the math, and let's say you're averaging uh, 0.7 grams per pound of body weight and protein, go to 0.8. Do that for two weeks, then go to 0.9, do that for two weeks, then go to one, do that for two weeks. Just track your weight trend over four week trends. So weeks one, two, three, four, what's the average of what your weight is doing? Then next week, between weeks two, three, four, and five, what's the average? Then the next week, week between weeks three, four, five, and six, what's the average? Just track it and see it. What I mean by that is, when you increase protein intake, the first week, you might, you might go up a little bit of weight or you might stay the same even though you've been trending recently to go down. So you might have a week where it doesn't look like anything happened or you actually went backwards by like a pound or half a pound. But give that another week, give that another week, and all of a sudden your body's going to be burning through the protein, putting it to use. Your metabolism is going to be a little more efficient at burning through the excess protein to the point where it won't even be excess anymore. Your body will be burning right through it. So as I said, I bumped that one client up to 1.2, and she continued to lose body fat over, um, uh, which she actually kept losing it even after the week I added it. So she didn't even have a bad week. But I would encourage you to let it go more than one week before you freak out and, and, and go back to what you're doing. But that is another way to control hunger, is not only to have meals that favor more fats, but also increase your overall protein intake for the day. So, which is better, fats or carbs? Neither. Like, they're, they're both fine. They're both great options. They, you just, when you have them is what matters. Like, that's what makes each one, quote unquote, better, is just am I having this at the right time? If I'm around times of being active, carbohydrates are typically better for most people. If I'm times of being inactive, fats are, are typically better for most people. So that's the idea, is just intake in each of them based on what you're doing at the time of the meal. And that will help you uh, better balance daily energy and workout energy with feeling fuller between your meals to help control hunger. Okay, hopefully that was helpful. If you have any questions, uh, we're doing free 15-minute consultations right now. You can sign up by email. You can just email me at brutalirongym at gmail.com or you can go to our website, www.brutalirongym.com. Go to the one-on-one -on -one services page and then you can sign up for uh, the free 15-minute consultation there. I'd love to talk with you, learn what your goals are, what your struggles are, and tell you how we can address those. Then also, if you just have any questions in general you want to ask or maybe make a podcast suggestion, uh, you can email me at brutalirongym at gmail.com anytime. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. Also, if you like the information we share, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Gym. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.